Hey everybody, this is the Huh Podcast with Garrett, uh, Christian, and Micah, where we want to dive into deeper topics and bridge cultural and societal trends through the lens of scripture. What's up, everybody? Hello. <laughs> All right, so yeah, uh, excited that um, we get an opportunity to uh, sit and chat, and um, like we said in in our pilot episode, which you uh, may have heard in the last few days, um, this is, if anything, it is as important for us uh, collectively here in this room together to be able to have these conversations, to build each other up, and to edify. Uh, Garrett, would you like to have a huh moment and explain edification for us? No. <laughs> okay. All right, moving right on. Let me, I can... Uh, <laughs> no, in, I want Garrett terms. I don't want Google terms. No, um, don't cheat. <laughs> He's cheating. He looks on Google. I, uh, you, you caught me off guard there. That's all right. It's it's instruction or improvement. It's it's talking about di- diving deeper into something. Yeah, so building... Yeah, building like someone up yeah, right, more, morally or intellectually. Right, yeah, exactly. Google. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> But that's but that's kind of what what we uh, we we desire for each other. And that's kind of where this podcast started. Was we said we've been we've been kicking around the idea of getting together more often, us three, and, and just like hey, let's let's talk, let's let's do some Bible study, let's kick around some 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 stuff that's going on. And last couple weeks ago, Christian was like, "Why don't we do a podcast?" And I was like, "I mean, I'm in." Like, and Garrett and Christian said, you know, like. Hey, let's do a podcast. And it was Garrett's idea. Was I it? just yeah. agree. Well, anyway, <laughs> he texted. Um, that's right. You're right. He did. He texted. Thanks for the credit. Yeah, you're <laughs> Mike welcome. just doesn't like giving me credit for he anything. Doesn't. Well, I gave you a chance with edification, <laughs> and he butchered that. So, um, but yeah, so we just uh, wanted to to have that opportunity to to share it with you all. So today we are talking about a topic that is really really big right now in our world. Uh, it has always been a topic that has needed to be discussed, and, and to be honest, um, many of us can probably say that we are part of this, but it has kind of been pushed off. Uh, it has, you know, we've tried to band-aid it over the years, and, and we have never really, um, you know, been able to have a true and honest conversation uh, about this, uh, you know, at least at least on the level that it is right now. And so what is going on right now in our world and in and, and our nation is protests that have culminated with the act of a man that passed away in George Floyd. Uh, George Floyd was arrested, and we won't get into what he was arrested about. You can find out the the the, the, the specific details of his arrest. Um, you can find those online. Many um, different outlets have covered that, and you can get that information there. But because of the way he was arrested, ultimately George Floyd um, passed away, led to health issues that, that, that ended up taking his life. Um, and so these protests have, again, these are not protests over one man, but these kind of, you know, th- th- this one act has really caused, has really sparked this um, movement of, of protests that have, have happened. And, and the majority of them have been honest and real protests. And so we are going to look at these protests today and we're going to talk about this idea um, unfortunately, it's an idea in our world. Unfortunately, it's a topic that needs to be uh, talked about because it, it exists, and we wish it didn't. We wish it, you know, we we're going to talk about it because it does exist, but we wish it didn't because of scripture. And so, racism and these protests and and, and many of these topics we're going to look at today, and we want to talk strictly about 
how Scripture views humans and and about these these protests and, and looking at the deep-seated root of this issue, um, which is the idea that there's racism, and that is real. There is still racism in our world today. Uh, people are still treated differently because of their um, color, of their skin, um, because of their socioeconomic um, uh, level. And so we're going to look at that today, but strictly through the lens of Scripture. We don't want to be... Uh, opinionated. We don't want to give our personal opinion. We just simply want to give you scripture and what we can do uh, moving forward to be a help as Christians, uh, to to be a help, to be that light uh, here in the world, in the in the darkness of our world. We are by no means experts on this subject. Right. Uh, we don't. Obviously, none of us have ever experienced um, racism or anything like that within our lives and uh, I know for me speaking personally I've never where I grew up I never even really experienced witnessing it right uh, just growing up in middle of nowhere West Virginia uh, so I, I can't really speak to the experience of it and I can't speak to firsthand knowledge of it um, but I can s- you know like what, what we're trying to do is bridge what we see within society and what we see happening around us into a culture and in, into a, a scriptural uh, lens lens yeah. and, and studying it through the eyes of, of Christ through the eyes of God um, that he gave us through his word. Um, and, and even, yeah, even, you know, the same here, I, I am by no means an expert or even close. Uh, I don't understand a lot, but I think this is a great time for us to just talk about it. And it's good for us to have yeah. these conversations. And, and I for know sure. for sure that the black community wants us to have these conversations um, with other African-Americans and also with each other. Yeah. We're three white guys in here uh, that just want to understand more uh, yeah. and to help others understand. And, and that's why uh, we're doing this particular podcast right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, our, our yeah, it's, it is an important distinction. I'm glad you said that, Christian. This isn't what our podcast is going to be going forward, but... As you heard in the intro, what we desire to do here in, in our, our planning and because of Garrett's ideology yeah. of, hey, let's start a podcast. See, I gave you credit, Garrett. That's just what happens in culture. <laughs> right. Yeah, and so we want to connect that because it is it is important. It affects how we do ministry. It affects the it kind is. of ministry we do, um, and, and it affects— It and, and when the I world say, that we're ministering Right, and to. when I say we, I mean not us three in the room. We as Everyone. believers in Jesus, mm-hmm. So and, and so that's you as well, hopefully. Um, and, and so— it's, it's very important that we have these conversations, but the most important thing about these conversations is the lens that we talk about them through. And what we mean by that is, is, is our, how we are affected um, by what has happened and how we approach the subject. We, in this room, we desire to approach any and all subjects, even this one, through a biblical perspective. Mm-hmm. We have no desire, us three in this room, I know... Um, we have different political beliefs, and that's okay. And and guess what? None of us really care because what we care about is we're brothers in Christ, and so that's all that matters to us is that uh, Christian, Garrett, and I, we believe in the same God, and we believe uh, in the same Scripture. And so that's our common denominator, and that's that can be everyone's common denominator. And so we desire to talk about it through that lens. And the first thing, I just want to start this conversation, and I'll kind of hand it over to you guys is, is I want to read you a passage from Genesis one twenty seven. All right, so everything I believe, my worldview, how I view the world, pivots on Scripture. Scripture drastically affects how what I believe, what I see, 
what I hear and everything in between. Genesis one twenty seven. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And there's another passage in Acts that we'll probably get to in a little bit, 17.26, that talks about we all came from one man. We all came, if you believe in scripture, if you believe in that, um, and I guess in a literary, in a literal point of view, but we all came from God's creation. We were created in his image, uh, every single one of us. And so that, for me, that changes totally what I could believe about this topic. Yeah, I, I mean, the idea of separation, humanity into different races is is just a ridiculous notion, and it's completely out of date. We are one race. We are one people, and, and color and difference, um, ethnicities, those are... are nothing that separates us within the lens of God. And so the fact that we are in the world today still struggling to come to terms with the fact that, you know, none of us, we're not all the same. We're not all, we, we all have different gifts. We all have different uh, thought, thought processes. We all have different talents. Uh, the fact that we're, that none of us know to people are alike and the fact that we're still struggling with that today just shows that there is an underlying issue at heart i mean we have humans have coexisted on this earth for thousands and thousands of years and yet to this day we're still struggling with seeing each other as simply another human Mm. and and we're looking at the differences we're pointing out the differences in one another instead of the fact that we are linked together as as one race, and that speaks to to what the heart of the issue is, and that it, that it's not an issue of anything that we do, but where that sin comes from, where that that inability to see past the outside comes from. Yeah, and be, and when we talk about you know as far as racial issues go, being made in the image of God, just kind of for us to understand. What that means is Christians, because we hear that a lot, being made in the image of God, it means that man is like God and man represents God. Mm, yeah. Uh, so no matter our race, no matter our, our color, because we've all been made. And in, clarify in, the word man. What, <laughs> man, man is male and female. Yes, male and female. It's, it's, everybody it's mankind, that's been created. Not gender, yeah. Yes. Every single person that's been created has been made in that image. Mm-hmm. And because we've all been made in that image, uh, we are like God. We represent God. Now, that doesn't mean we are gods or that doesn't mean we are uh, little gods. It just means we're similar to him. We share some of the same characteristics. Uh, but God made us in his image so that we could reflect God. So when we go through uh, and as we talk about race issues and we we have to understand, yes, we are all made in the image of God. And every single one of us, no matter of color, no matter of race, we are made in that image to reflect him. So the question we all have to ask ourselves is, okay, because especially if you're a Christian, I think Christians, we have to ask ourselves this question. Since we are made in the image of God and we are to reflect God, how are we reflecting God in this situation? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, it's a, it's a tough topic um, because, you know, we, a lot of times, like we said last week, we kind of, ta- or in our last podcast, we, we kind of talked about, you know, as believers, are, are we truly living out what we say we believe? And so, and, and there are people, and, and there are times when I am, quote unquote, people, where 
what we say is not truly what we believe. And we see in the book of James that what we believe is proved is pr- uh, is proven by what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, works don't get us to heaven by any means, but our works, ha- what we do, you know, James has said faith um, without works is dead. If, if we're not doing anything with, you know, oh, yeah, I believe in God. Okay, well, show me your fruit. That's what Scripture says. You know, a, a, a Christian will be proven or disproven by their fruit, by what they do with, with, with what they say I, they believe. I think believe. a huge issue that, that we have in the world today is that we're more concerned with our fruit than we are with the seed that supplants the fruit. Mm. Um, so, so what I'm meaning by that, uh, look, listen, Paul says in, in Romans chapter 7, he's, ta- he's writing to Roman Christians who had lived as who had either lived as Jews their entire life or were Gentiles who converted to Christianity and thought they had to become Jews first. And so their idea was that they had to hold into the law, that everything within the book of Moses, all these 613 commands, they had to follow them verbatim. And so Paul is, is rebuttaling this, and he says, We know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh, sold as a slave to sin. For I don't understand what I am doing because I don't practice what I want to do, but I do what I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good, and so I'm no longer the one doing it, but it is sin living in me. And, and then he goes on and says, Therefore there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus, because the law of the Spirit of the life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. What the law could not do, since it was weakened by the flesh, God did. He condemned sin in the flesh by sending his own Son in the likeness of his sinful flesh as a sin offering. And what, what Paul is saying is what the law did was show us our inadequacies. It, the law was never meant to be this thing where we could attain to. We found salvation through the law, but the Jewish believers thought it was. They, they looked at it as being a way, a bridge or a ladder for them to climb up to in order to reach God. But what that ended up doing was simply showing them how far away from God they were in the first place. And so the law really just pointed out our sin. It didn't correct it. And still to this day, we are looking at our actions and we're saying, you know what? Our actions are horrible. What what happened to this man was horrible. We have to fix it immediately. We have to act better. We have to do better. And so we work harder to be better. But we're we're not changing the issue. We're not we're not fixing the underlying matter. And, right. and my example for that, my Isabella and I's house that we that we own has a foundation issue, and it had that foundation issue about a month after we bought it. And I started noticing all these cracks in the drywall. And I went through and I started fixing these cracks and and getting rid of the cracks. And finally, it was all cleared and I was satisfied that I didn't have any cracks in the drywall anymore. And that lasted for about two months until the cracks came back. Because what I did was fix the symptoms. I got rid of the cracks, but I didn't get rid of the problem. The problem. Yeah. And so the problem we have is sin and we can't fix the actions that sin produces simply by acting differently because the actions will just come back because of the sin nature within us. We have to let Christ's spirit transform our hearts first. Right. And, and something we see in scripture, you know, is is when we when we're taught a lesson via from Jesus or or from Paul or or some there's always an application. And so you may be wondering, well, okay, well, all this is good information, you know, and then kind of 
lighthearted way. Garrett, thanks for all that information, but what do I do with it? Yeah. And so there's got to be an application, and 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 I believe the original application of the first, uh, the first sermon after the Spirit is uh, the Holy Spirit in Acts two is is given to the people. Our first sermon comes from my boy Peter, who Petey. who uh, denied Jesus three times, and is the rock that the church was built on. And so he gives this this long well in scripture it's not very long but I imagine him just preaching for hours but <laughs> the account in scripture is pretty short it's just several verses and and basically he says hey here's who Jesus is here's what the bible said about him here's what he did and and in closing uh the his last part in verse 36 therefore let all Israel be assured of this God has made this Jesus the one who who is now gone who has ascended whom you crucified both Lord and Messiah he is the the anointed the one who saved us and this is the reaction when the people heard this they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles brothers what shall we do and, and I think that's where we are right now that's where America specifically what what we're going through right now uh, and, and the world in different times is is okay well what do we do and I think and there's I think so many people asking those questions <laughs> that they are saying, well, we don't know the answer. We don't know what to do, right. so we're just going to go create anarchy. It's right. So I think Peter's answer to their question is this: our same answer today. His answer, verse 38, Acts 2, verse 38. Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit now. Verse 39, this promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off for all whom the Lord our God will call, and so we like I'm with and like Garrett like Garrett is saying we've got this major issue of of racism of of, of this um, dissension between two ethnicities right, and so we are trying to solve this problem with it, it's a systemic problem we're trying to to solve this with a governmental systemic yeah. solution. Here's the thing. We have tried that. We have done that. We have put, quote-unquote, policies, rules. We've put those things into place. But those don't work without heart change. Yeah. Those mm-hmm. don't... Rules and laws are, are... You know, laws don't change what we believe. If, if a law is passed, there's several laws that I don't agree with that don't change my belief in who God is. But I know as a, as a human citizen, I, you know, there's those laws I need to follow. And those laws may or may not change how I act. I still may go against those. But Jesus, when we encounter him truly, not, not oh yeah, I know who that, when we actually have a real encounter, look at Saul in, I think, Acts 7, maybe, 9, when he is blinded, when we have a true encounter with Jesus, that changes what we believe, and it does change how we act and how we carry yeah. ourselves. Yeah. And, and that's it, the solution, but the hard part is, we, like you were saying, like Garrett was saying a minute ago, we want to find our own solution because I think as Christians, a lot of times we don't believe in the power of the Bible. Yeah. We don't believe in the power of God. We think, well, yeah, God's good. It's it's a good backup. I if to. I can't do it, God yeah. will take care of it for mm-hmm. me. No, 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 no. Backwards. If you can't do it, you were never supposed to try alone. Right? Mm-hmm. God is supposed to be your power, be your strength. And I, you know, with, I, th- I think, I know that God is as as for us as Christians that that our goal is, you know, we want to make disciples and we want to lead people to repentance. Uh, and the hardest part with 
the racial issues is there are still people yep. in this world that have so much hate in their hearts. Oh, yeah. Uh, and some of them might call themselves Christians. Some of right. them are totally against God, but they have so much hate towards a, another race. And, and, and that's the hardest part. And I think that's why I think in moments like this in history, uh, I believe this moment will go down in history and our kids will read about it. Uh, this whole 2020 will just be the entire textbook yeah. for our fifth grade. Yeah, this will be a whole chapter. Seventh grade students or whatever yeah. it might be. Chapter 28, guys, yeah. 2020. And we'll get to tell them we were there. But I think it'll be a breakthrough moment that, that people are seeing the hate in people's hearts. Yeah. And I think it's opening it's opening eyes. And that's what we've seen with the protests and with people all over social media. And I've even seen um, with my black and white friends coming together even yeah. closer. Yeah. Uh, and we kind of saw we saw that with the coronavirus as well that that, that, that there's there was good a, that comes yeah, from there it. was yeah. a good yeah. there was a lot of good that came and, from it and that's my belief in, in God that that that's that's the God I believe in is, is the God that it's people often say you know a, a big argument for non-christians is how could God let something like that happen but I believe God uses when bad things happen, he uses them for his good, yep. for his oh, kingdom. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's the lens we have to start looking through. We have to start saying, okay, this coronavirus is terrible. Man, the world's ending. Okay, that's one way to look at it. Or we're going to say, this is awful. How can I continue to fulfill the the the, the 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 goal, the calling that God has for me even through this? And look for ways how God is 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 affecting people. Look at the good the media, you know, often is is especially recently just showing the bad. Mm-hmm. I've heard several stories from eyewitnesses that are saying, "Hey, you know," or or a, a firsthand account of um, there's a police officer. I was reading his tweet today. He put out a tweet and and basically in Louisville, and he said last night I had he had people chirping in his face. Basically, he took a knee and he sat silently. After a few minutes, he said over a hundred people around me took a knee and wow. I was able to have a audible conversation hmm. with those hundred people. Wow. That's awesome. And and so there is this strength that and these these great positive moments that are coming from this. You, I saw a video today, I don't know if you guys saw it, of the Cha Cha slide. Was it was it the Cha Cha slide? Some I didn't electric slide, whatever, where cops were in this big community wow. and they were you know, they had signed this contractual, you know, it wasn't like a legal document, but like this agreement between the PD there saying, hey, we're going to do what we can. We're going to do a better job. And this, there's black people, there's Hispanic people, there's white people, and they were dancing in celebration of mm. this agreement that yeah. they had come to. Yeah, that's awesome. And I there was this, there was this yeah. white cop in the front. Boy, he is getting <laughs> He's it. Getting and it was it. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just, that's the images that I want to yeah. see. And, and I know we need to talk about the bad images. Yeah. Yes. You know, we, we those need to be discussed. I'm not saying those need to go away and not be talked about, yeah. but we need to see more of those positive images. Yeah. You can be optimistic and still see the Absolutely. Yeah. And I, yeah. I think that what what's taking place right now, especially you brought up the media, is is they the, the media make money easy. off easy of easy now. Easy <laughs> now. <laughs> the, the media make I their money know. off of selling chaos. Yeah. Um and so the more they shout and the more they call for correction, and the more they say what's wrong, the more money they make. Right. But they, they're they not ever, the media aren't ever going to be saviors. And, and po- politics won't ever be a savior. They, mm. They're just show, shouting that there's an issue, and, and they might bring or suggest some big quick fix. But, I mean, you, you look at 
MLK and all that he did Who's for that? racial injustice. That? Martin Luther King. Oh, okay. Sorry. You, you see, see all he did for... <laughs> you see what all he did for racial injustice. Yeah. And it should have lasted, but it didn't because... The change that happened... Because of individual hearts. Yeah. Individual hearts weren't changed. Only actions were changed. Yep. And and actions don't last. We have to change hearts yeah. first. And, if, and, and that's if why the churches... It, we need to... My biggest issue... And, and sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. My biggest issue with, with what the church is doing is that we are... There are some churches that are acting first yep. instead of calling for individual transformation and praying first and politically, then acting off of biblically. that transformation. Yeah, There was a guy, and I was just talking to you about this earlier. I didn't tell Christian. We're on this. We like to keep Christian out of things here. <laughs> it's okay. We're on this Facebook page. They got a page. golf membership without me, too. It's, it's all good. It's because he's Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. I, I am the only Baptist on here. <laughs> That's no. why. That's the only we're reason we're all Christians to get that other. The other. No, I'm just to lay it out. Yeah. Hey, we're all Jesus followers. Yeah. I'm teasing Christian. Well, I, I am. I, we're we're on this um, Facebook page. You pastors only. Maybe you are on that. Um, I'm on a few of them. Yeah. I'm probably on there. But there's. I, I was. Um, Isabella had an MRI this morning, and I was just sitting in the parking lot, and I was reading. It was like five in the morning, so I, I think I I saw feeds that I nor- don't normally see. And this guy had I woke posted up to roll over this morning at five. <laughs> This this guy had um, posted something uh, asking uh, something political, and or he said why why is everyone always political on here? And someone commented and said because Jesus was political. And I'm thinking, man, what gospel are you reading to say that Jesus was political? What what gospel? And, and his his statement was Jesus wouldn't have died if he wasn't political. And I'm thinking Jesus died because he wasn't political. And, and and like your your con he he died because he refused to call himself. Yeah, he, he wasn't a Pharisee a king because he, he didn't step up. Yeah. he didn't. Right. He, he refused to step he up and overthrow Rome, and, and yeah. that upset the Jews. If he was political. Obviously, he would have been king. Yeah, exactly. Rome and, and, that's, so that's, and that's what the people thought he was going to be. Yeah, that's exactly. what the the, 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 Ju- the Jewish nation, the Israel's the Israelites thought. We're going to get this political yeah. powerhouse that's going to take over the world. Yeah, like on Palm not. Sunday, they're so, so excited because yeah. they think yeah, it's exactly. time. Exactly. He's riding that, that colt in. And it's go time now. <laughs> and know? what I'm saying is now we're coming back full swing where there are people expecting the church to be political. But we have to remember that we are working towards an, an eternal kingdom where things like this won't happen. Mm-hmm. Where there aren't racial injustices because there isn't race. Where yeah. there, there aren't... Uh, places of sin and temptation because we're in the presence of God and we're we're proclaiming that and if the church gets political first and tries to act first instead of calling for transformation within first and being moved by the spirit first we're going to make a lot of mistakes and can cause more harm down the road than overall uh, transformation and and that's you know you look at Romans 12 too um, and I don't have it memorized but I've got it I could, I could, uh, I could give you don't the quick version. Don't be conformed version. to the world, but be yeah. transformed yeah. by the renewing Yeah, but of your I wanted mind. to read it to you. Yeah, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Meaning, you don't know what God's will is if you're conformed to the world. Yeah. And I was listening to a podcast today. I actually sent it to these guys, and and oh man, what a powerful statement this guy said. And he said, how can you as a Christian, how can you believe you're a Christian if you've got one foot in, the, in Scripture and one foot in the world? Yeah. Yeah. How can you say, I believe in God, but the president 
is going to give me the solution. Yeah. How can you say, I believe in, in the power of God, I believe that he has, has saved me, his, his death on the cross is for me, but I'm waiting for the governmental yeah. solution. Yeah. For the last, there's faith, not one. Yeah. Faith is not a one foot in. It is, yeah, faith, faith is, is a, you're completely yeah. in. That's what we believe as Christians. I tell, I tell my youth this. I, and faith is what we hope for, an assurance of what we do yeah, not see. I tell yeah. them this, you can't be 99.99% in. Um, as a Christ follower, you're a hundred percent in or nothing, uh, because Jesus Christ, He wants all of us. I, I, I've had this for the last probably year and a half. I've really kind of gotten into politics just because I, I don't know why. I just wanted to know what was going on, and I, think I it's finally, good to know. yeah. But for the last month, during all this coronavirus, it was just getting on my nerves, and I finally kind of assessed myself and I said, Garrett, why are you obsessed with this? None of it matters, you know. Jesus was well, va- to rephrase that. It matters, it but it, matters, it's not but it, eternally it's, important. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's there, the, there aren't eternal. The people Im- within are eternally important, yeah. but the, yeah. the right. subject, yes. it will be yeah. solved one day. We said in Revelation. And so what I what I came to was I was spending so much time and energy and worry looking at the state of this world as it is, and it was causing me to forget that I'm living for an eternity that is contrary to the state of this world. Right. And and if we're living to correct all the time and all we're concerned about is fixing the kingdom here and not focusing on the kingdom that has been prepared for us in eternity, <laughs> then we're, we're going to lose sight of what we're supposed yeah. to be focusing on in our faith. So I think... There, there comes a time too. You know, a lot of things are just political, uh, but as Christians, there are things political that we stand up for because they're biblical. Because yeah, they're biblical. because there are biblical. For example, racism is not right. It was yeah. biblical way before exactly. It was yeah, yeah. It oh, was, yeah, 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 exactly. And it, there, ergo, um, Cain and Abel. Yeah, yeah. And hatred, a, racism. And yeah. like, these are all biblical issues yeah. first, and we even and see, we're standing yeah. on the Bible when we stand. And I, yeah, I think you that's the, you, that's talk, you had said something, Garrett. You, you know, Jesus wasn't political. You know, I, Jesus was not running for governor. Yeah, he was no, not running yeah. to take over Caesar's place. And he had the ability to. Exactly. He was much more qualified, and and he had the descendancy of David. Yes. That I wish the Jesus king at the time. Yeah, president. but <laughs> Jesus for president, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be lit. <laughs> Jesus twenty twenty four or twenty twenty. Just so you are aware. This was the first half of our recording that we made. Episode three will be the second half of this recording based on the same topic uh, and continuing that conversation. So we'll hope you'll join us in a few days when we release that episode. Thanks for listening to the Huh Podcast.